Hey guys, welcome to Spoon and Fork, the podcast where we discuss all sorts of weird topics, philosophy, life, anything and everything that comes to our mind. I'm your co-host. My name is Aditya. And I'm Aditi. I'm the other co-host. So in this topic, um I mean in this episode we're going to be discussing about karma. Aditi, what do you think about karma? Um I'm going to be talking about it from a more religious point of view um while i think adi is going to take over from the scientific perspective do you believe in karma in the first place i do i believe in karma in the sense that it is something that is inevitable and um it hits everyone and i don't just believe that you know like during this lifetime you do something and then you get something in return rather I believe it's like across all the, you know, um, all the births that you have. I don't believe it to happen just in one um, lifetime. So you believe that there is life after death, as in like you're reborn again, or you believe in multiple yes, births? Yes, reincarnation. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Why do you believe in it? Um, I feel like so as far as I know, um. like this is from all the hindu mythology that i have read about and i've um seen so it's more like there's something called a karma counter and um when you're when you come to earth like when you have your first birth it's obviously because you've um it's not like considered to be a punishment as per se but it's for you to experience what you have um done previously so um whatever you experience is a cause of what you've done previously so this birth when you have certain aspirations that aren't completely fulfilled yet and there are certain um things that haven't hit you like you let's say you die before everything that has to happen happens that's when that gets carried on to the next birth and until your karma counter becomes zero you're going to keep coming back that's what i believe in what about you okay that's pretty interesting but i have a question here so you said about how you um like how you get reborn and stuff if your karma counter isn't zero what happens in your first birth like do you believe the first birth itself is like does your life start in the first birth or is there like a precedence to the first birth so if i have to give an analogy to this like in in cosmology there's a theory saying that the big bang theory that started our universe was actually the end of another universe so one universe ended like it crunched and then it exploded again right to um to form the big bang and our universe started from that that's one one theory but then the other theory also states that the big bang just happened right there was nothing before the big bang so do you believe that your first birth is actually your first birth or is there life before your first birth that leads into the first birth if i'm making any sense okay um yes you're making a lot of sense and even in mythology like in hindu mythology you have these different yugas right like there are four different yugas and when one yuga ends the other yuga starts so just like how you said that the end of one universe resulted in the beginning of this universe the same way maybe um you know maybe like let's if you're talking about me as per se like maybe i was doing something 
different in the previous yoga and then i was born into this yoga based off of that so that's but how i think the, of it but the yoga is for collective like it's for everyone right like like death is something that's very personal because the timeline is individualized to you because you have a different time you die i have a different time that i die but isn't the ending of one yoga the same for everyone present in that yoga it it is but again that's it's uh, it's like saying everyone leads the same life that's not true right like if you and me were present during the times of i don't know mahabharat or ramayana or something it's not necessary that whatever i did even you did the same thing you might have done much better deeds than me and that's why you might have a better karma counter and you might have better experiences lined up for you you know what i'm saying even though it's ending at the same time it depends on what you've done in that previous yoga that's interesting i see what you're saying yes would you want to go over your scientific perspective of this now um okay the scientific okay i need to make this clear that personally i do believe that you do have uh, different births and that your karma does get carried over from one birth to another that's just something i believe in but scientifically speaking uh, this isn't like like a fixed theory theory per se but karma is basically newtonian in a sense right because newton's third law states that every action has an equal and opposite reaction so that's essentially what karma also states whatever you put out is is what comes back to you right so if you are bad to someone right. the other person's also bad to you so it's the same it's essentially the same thing if i mean like no one has no one has wrote, written a pub, uh, a published paper saying that karma is newtonian but the idea works that is newtonian yeah i also yeah, believe I that the saying. universe is is sort of a mirror that's also something that kind of resonates with karma because whatever you put into the mirror is what is reflected back to you so whatever you show to the mirror right if you show love to the mirror you get love back if you show anger to the mirror hatred then that comes back to you in some form or another it is i agree to that But, you yeah. you said something about um about not fulfilling your ambitions in in one birth which can also be another reason as to why you're reborn correct correct okay but what if someone has super high ambitions like i myself like have so many ambitions that i know that i'm not going to be able to do it maybe not even in 10 births right so does that mean i'm going to keep getting reborn over and over again is that how it works am i never going to get mukti that is the point right so when um, krishna explains this to arjuna in the bhagavad gita he says that you know you like humans have to go beyond this like you know it's like okay we think that okay i need to get into this college i need to get this job i need to get this i need to have this house i need to take care of these many people i have to do this it's like that thing is never going to end because as in when you build like as in when you develop you have more and more and more it's like you never stop wanting to do stuff you know what i'm saying so when the when we actually when our minds actually reach that point when 
we realize that all these aspirations all these things are temporary that's called i don't know if i'm using the right term but it's called eternal self once you reach that place where it's like anything that happens you're okay with it you know like it's right now it's like for us at least for me also it's like when i don't get something i really want i go down and then when i get something that i really want i go up it's like a you know like a sine curve like how you always yeah. say that life is a sine curve yeah so but then once once that completely becomes like a straight line like that's called um sthita pragna in um hindu mythology but when one reaches sthita pragna that's when all the aspirations end and that's when your reincarnation ends okay so when we're talking about aspirations do we strictly mean it in a material sense like like cuz the examples you gave were like i want a house i want to get into this college this much money this job blah 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 or like for my me personally i don't have ambitions that are like materialistic right i don't care which car i'm going to drive i don't care about the house but the ambition that i have is like i want everyone in this world to be at a place where they're comfortable and they're happy so again that's why i said this is something that's not going to happen even in 10 lifetimes so would that also count as one of the ambitions that you were talking about like in the krishna krishna story it doesn't particularly have to be um materialistic i could have uh, given better examples but yeah it doesn't have to be materialistic right like it's it's like Mm, how do i explain this so if i don't know if you know a lot about mahabharat but you know how the pandavas and kauravas have to fight against each other right so pandavas are fighting against their own gurus their own great grandfathers their own like their own family right and he he wants to keep his family happy like if you were put into his place would you be mm-hmm. able to fight like i i don't think i would be able to fight right like even though there are certain people that i don't like there that doesn't there are people who i actually learned everything that i know from you know there right and i have to fight like against them and everything exactly and as a aspiration maybe for him this is just what i assume but maybe for him he's like no i want to keep my family intact like that is my aspiration right and that is not materialistic but if he had not let go of that um then mahabharat wouldn't have ended you know what i'm saying like that yeah. war wouldn't have happened that's why krishna says that you know you have to go beyond that so, so i'm pretty does yeah. that mean that no matter what happens in your life it's kind of like the mentality where like whatever happens even if for example you don't meet your ambitions you're okay with it you're you're fine with it is that the kind of thing that they're saying or yeah see that's another i feel like that's another misunderstanding that comes from this whole thing that it's like okay so now i can't really worry about anything so i just shouldn't even some people are like okay if this is the case then why do i even put in a, put in an effort right that's not how it is it's um no, i don't like know how what to... i was asking was um what if you're tied to the process but not to the outcome like you love putting in the effort yeah, that and is... you want to put in the effort but you don't care uh, for example an exam right let's let's just take an exam scenario because we both are students um we both study really hard for an exam and we enjoy studying but let's just say we don't care if we if we get like i don't know an a plus or an a we don't we don't care what our grade is but we genuinely care about studying how does that tie in to everything you're saying 
that is the that is the explanation to it like that's what he wants us to do like we're not supposed to focus on the results and the fruits rather focus on the process like you hit it bang on that's what you're supposed to do i think that's a very good way to live life because if you tie yourself this is why i really don't like goal setting per se um yeah. because there are so many problems with that right cuz you're limiting your happiness when you're when you're going the goal setting way cuz you're saying that if you reach this goal you're going to be happy and you're going to be terming yourself as a success but if you don't reach that goal you're going to term yourself as a failure i feel like that's a very narrow minded way to look at happiness cuz happiness is so much more than hitting this milestone right cuz life is not about getting into this college working here making a million dollars and then dying with that much money in your grave cuz that way you're just going to be yeah. a robot who just does stuff like what is something that matters to you what's making you happy right and then exactly. another reason why i hate goal setting or the idea of tying yourself to a goal is that once that goal hypothetically you reach that goal you don't know what to do after that right cuz especially speaking in terms um like a personal story i had this goal to win the national championship and once i did win it like i didn't that's the same fire in me to continue training was not there so this is a quote that i read goals are really good um for short term but long term or like goals are really good if you want to win a sport but if you want to continue playing and continue improving yourself in that sport then you need to be tied to the process and not the outcome yeah that's what i mean i was going to say that like you know it has when you set a goal there are two sides of it one is you are either setting something super hard for you to do and then you're going to continuously beat yourself for not being able to do it or you're going to set a goal that you let's say you accomplish and then after that like as you said your fire is all gone So there's yeah. no middle in goal setting and the middle like, is what you have to get yeah. on to. I feel like this yeah. also happens a lot in the academic world where everyone just ties themselves that okay I want to get into Harvard I want to get into Stanford but they don't have like a bigger goal or like they don't have a purpose that's driving them. Um yeah. all they all they are like okay but once they do hypothetically get into Harvard or Stanford then they don't know what to do that they get lost right they just the clueless yeah that's for exactly. for the entire 18 years of your life that's the one thing you've been putting your mind to and that's not like it's not bad to have goals i'm just saying goals should not be the defining part of your life they should just guide you you shouldn't define yourself from yeah they goals. can be rather than calling it a goal it can be like a stepping stone because see you're either limiting yourself completely to that like as you said like once you get into whatever that university you want to go to after that it's like okay what do you do next so it should rather not be like that end destination but it can mm-hmm. be like a like, like a like part a, of the journey yeah it's yeah. like you have more to go to yeah right i agree and this yeah. is something that needs to be fixed and like cuz you can't just have I don't know this is goal setting is is something that that just doesn't resonate with me and I feel like the fact that there's so much emphasis that's given on on like your goals per se is is not right because you can't define a person by what 
goals he does or does not achieve right because there are so many circumstances that go into go into someone actually achieving what they want to achieve their mental state their emotional health um their physical health their the surroundings their opportunities that are given this there's like so many things right because if someone let's say someone wants someone has a goal um to play NFL or like american soccer from india there is literally not one single training camp or training center for american football in this country it's not a big sport at all right so yeah. for him or like another person that has a goal um the same goal in the us it's going to be a lot easier for him to achieve it and the problem is if someone from india has a goal of becoming an nfl player and he cannot go to the us because let's just say financial constraints visa constraints whatever some reason he cannot go to the us he's going to end up thinking or blaming himself his whole life that he's a failure he wasn't yeah exactly exactly yeah. and yeah. i feel like winners and losers all of them have the same goals right mm-hmm. let's just say there are like five people who are at an interview for for this company all of them have the goal that they want to get into the company no one's like yeah i want to get rejected from this company right no one wants rejection but there's only one person out of that five who's going to who's going to make it into that company so goals is not something that defines you but it's what you do towards the goals that define you because someone must have done something small and sustained or big um to actually put him as a favorite but not the other one and i feel like in society they make it seem like losing is bad you know that yeah. is i don't think it's really right cuz i don't know if i give you an example since i am talking from the mythological perspective i will give you a mythological example so when um, like right before the war happens between the kauravas and the pandavas um so you know how there's like um so there's draupadi who's the wife of the five pandavas right and she has kids with every single one of the pandavas so she has another five kids and she comes to know before way, way well before the war that all the five of them are going to die in the war mm-hmm. like she comes to know this and she also comes to know that it's literally like krishna tells her that everyone other than your you and your husbands like the five of them other than that everyone is going to die like it's going to be the end of the thing you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so even though they were gaining independence from that war they were losing so much like losing your own kids is yeah. like it's a lot right and she she goes into like a dilemma where, where she starts comparing she's like what am i losing what am i winning and everything mm-hmm. like that and then he tells her that you know you're ending bad for the entire world by doing this because yeah. it's those people were not leading like they they were the leaders and they were not really good leaders and he said if you sacrifice this it's like the entire world is benefiting from you you know what i'm yeah. saying so you need to think beyond that like you have to uh, go beyond that like if she had not done that and she had been she was very you know focused on to what she was losing then i don't think anything would have been the way it is today right now if we believe yeah. that that existed so yeah I, winning and losing is like I a agree. big thing i agree i feel like we give too much importance to success and failure 
but ultimately if you see some of the biggest people have had so many failures before they became successful right like jk rowling yeah. was rejected by like what 12 13 publishers before she actually got a publisher to publish harry potter so i feel like exactly. it all depends on the perspective right because there are a lot of people like 12 rejections is a lot that to imagine going back to back to back all publishers who you approach all of them send you rejections right you gonna yeah. most people would end up with so much self doubt and they would have probably given up um given up on what they were what they wanted to achieve um and that's where i think she stand she stood out like she had that resilience i think that exactly. again had a positive impact on her karma counter cuz she wasn't driven by her goal right like her goal wasn't to make harry potter the best selling book it wasn't to make it um i don't know the best selling yeah. like the most viewed movie or i mean i'm not speaking statistically but it's it's a very famous movie but i think her more more than she she wasn't too much of a goal person i think she was more into the process and like she had a purpose of writing um so i feel like that's what makes you stand out cuz you are inevitably going to face successes and failures it it depends on yeah. how you look at them right cuz a lot of people would have given up would have gone into depression would have maybe even committed suicide cuz she was broke her husband left her who knows what she was going through yeah. right so i feel exactly. like most people would have given up on given everything up at that point then. yeah but again that's because you're terming these things as bad if you don't look at it saying yeah. that it's a bad thing then and you change your perspective to look at okay this is not something that worked for me why don't i try it another way maybe i'm doing something wrong in this way right so if they actually introspect and see and analyze what went wrong um then i feel like that would be much more better but again this has to come by having a purpose and actually loving the process not so much the goal exactly and even as like from winning also like you know there's some people after they win uh they just as you said they stop working like they stop working towards something like, the way they were like i i recall this one story that you had told me like he was your favorite boxer um and he you know once he got the fame and everything he just kind of like yeah. waved off so i was just saying that like it's when you take away from things that okay i won this or okay i lost this you're not really you're not you're not taking away what you're supposed to take away in order to grow in and become better right like you're even if you take away the winning perspective you're maybe taking over over confidence into you you know mm-hmm. and if you're yeah. taking away the losing aspect then you're just underestimating yourself so it's like that whole winning and losing thing i don't know it's just it doesn't really resonate i agree cuz i feel it's like in today's world we view everyone by as a resume sheet right exactly exactly what has yeah. this person done in life right cuz i remember there was this guy in my old school i'm not going to reveal his name for confidential purposes um but he was like I don't know he and his other friend were talking and I happened to overhear him and his other friend was like what do you look for in a friend and the first thing that he said was academics and that just blew my mind he's I was like are you looking for a friend or a textbook 
you don't you should yeah, even what? people by the grades they get maybe they're good at something else right it's just a very weird way that we've started looking at people yeah i agree like it's it's literally like okay this person has this that person has this yeah. this person is talented in this like beyond like that bro go beyond that and this entire yeah. thing i feel like we we've lost the essence of what people are like how they treat us because i know so many people or like i mean i don't personally know them but i've i've seen this a lot on the internet right people get married and stay in unhappy marriages because the other person's like i don't know the top of the As society go- and like yeah exactly want, yeah like they're not happy and the other person probably doesn't treat them well but they're still going to stay with them and that just doesn't and no one understands that all of this is temporary you know like your money yeah. and all this success fame it's not going to be there forever like exactly. if anything you're going to have all your experiences all your moments and all your happiness that's what is going to remain it's not even towards the next birth like i know that people say that when you you know when you're in a grave you're not going to take away any of the money that you want and all that but even when you're alive like what are you going to do after one point like you can't do anything I after agree. a point yeah. of time you know what i'm I mean, saying like I, at the end of the day there's so many rich people who are so sad yeah definitely yeah. so there's like this false equivalence that you know success equals happiness so like once yeah. i hit once i hit this milestone i'm going to be the happiest person in the world once i once i get my dream job once i get my dream house once i get my dream car i'll be so happy yeah. but the thing is even if you do like if you do get all the things that you want in life that's good on you but i feel like you're never going to be completely happy because there's always going to be something else that you want right exactly. even if you get you your want- dream house there's going to be something else that you want next that's just that's how what i'm saying that's how we started like that's how we started right like that guy up there he wants you to go beyond this like he doesn't want you to mm. equate your happiness with this yeah. that's why it's like he's going to keep sending you back here until and unless you come to know that bro i have to stop terming my happiness with this that's why reincarnation happens like that that's what i think of it to be at least Okay, so if we are to believe you, I think we're on a good path to get Mukti. Let's go. Mukti <laughs> comes to all of us soon. Yes, listen to this podcast to get Mukti. <laughs> <laughs> no, but again, um, another thing that you were saying about the grave and then the death and then like the not taking money with you and everything, I. like that makes a lot of sense to me because once you die i mean there are going to be two sets of people who do look at you for the money that you make right they're going to look at you for what kind of position you held and because that's just how some people are wired but i feel like a lot of people are going to look at you for what kind of person you were and how you actually treated them and what kind of impact you had on their lives which is why i'm such a huge uh, believer in being kind like you shouldn't just go yelling up at everyone like how kabir singh is in the movie um i feel like you should actually practice empathy um not just because not just because it's a nice thing to do but more so because it's the right thing to do there's a difference between nice and right um i feel like if you are able to 
understand where the other person is coming from and i haven't always been able to do this um but i'm trying to work on it um because like i'm so a lot of times i've been so tied up in my perspective um that have caused me to say certain stuff um because i wasn't able to understand what the other person w- was coming from and what they were going through and that has something and i've i've regretted that later on so that's something that's kind of backfired on me which is why just be just be kind to everyone be empathetic right because you don't know what the other person is going through um yeah maybe they're going through so I, much shit but they don't they're not people who express it so there's no way you would know because there are some people who reserve it and keep it to themselves so just to be on I the safer agree. side and be nice to everyone just just, yeah. just be empathetic yeah see because like even in kabir singh right like it's not that that guy is a bad guy he's actually yeah. probably one of the best people you can find but then his way of expressing is like it's yeah. it's so harsh that people can't take it in the nice way like even though the man is trying to do something nice for someone right. it's it seemed to be like okay this guy just cannot think good for anyone yeah. like the thing so, is he works with fear because he instills fear in people's mind they're like okay yeah. if i don't do this he's going to beat the shit out of me but i also feel like there's an empathetic like, yeah. way to approach a same situation he's, you can find exactly then, like yeah yeah that's what i'm saying so maybe expression is very important and mm. some of us really need to get like patient and understand where the other yes. person is coming from talking about patience um <laughs> since we're on the topic of karma um i remember this thing this kind of story that my mom told me again it isn't like a it isn't very scientific or it isn't mythologically bad it's just something she told me as a kid um and it stuck with me ever since um so it was this exam uh, i think i was in the 6th grade or the 7th grade right and i had studied really really hard for the exam and at 6 in 6th or 7th grade you should ideally be doing well on your exams even with a little bit of study because the curriculum isn't that hard um but i didn't do well and i was i was really sad at that point in time um because i was like because that was my goal i was goal oriented then um and then she told me this thing she's like there's like this piggy bank of life um where if you don't see results for what you have done it's not that that effort has gone into waste the effort is definitely stored in a piggy bank and you can cash it out at another point where you need it more it's very deep and it makes a lot of sense right because knowledge yeah. is something that you add on to and then you yeah. kind of go back and refer to it later right so i feel like even like even if you look at it in terms of any other aspect of life um like say you're training um training a sport um and you you work hours in the gym you put in all the effort but you still end up losing on the game day but that doesn't mean you haven't improved you still have you whatever you probably have yeah exactly in the gym so maybe in another game right maybe in your next event it's going to come up it might come into use you. Exactly. so it's yeah it's something that i believe in that hard work never goes into waste you might not see it instantly which is the problem with us we look for instant gratification it might not show up instantly like it's life is not linear right because you think that okay if i put work if i'm studying the result should come in the exam 
that is not always true if you're studying that effort That's, can get stored yeah. and come back somewhere else maybe it's going to come back um in terms of i don't know reviving your health when you need it maybe it's going to come um in terms of getting you a placement maybe 5 6 7 years down the line right you never know what it has in store for you i think that's the thing right like with everything people think that okay this means this this yeah. means that like it's just one equation Life that you have turned it into it's not that simple exactly there are other factors yeah. that come into play and sometimes it's not even that you know all the factors right you don't even know the factors forget mm-hmm. controlling the factors if you don't even know what the factors are how are you going to control them right yeah, so it's once you figure out that it's all beyond out of control you will stop thinking about the results and then mm-hmm. i, I think yeah i that's something that we've even okay, I lost my train of thought i don't know what i was going to say no but like it's it's genuinely something that people need to work on like you need to stop thinking like that's the thing like people get so affected that you know they didn't get something and it's probably because of some other factor that they just they don't put in the same effort next time you know what i'm right. saying yeah and that just like, becomes like a yeah this is something that's there in the book that i've been reading recently it's called atomic habits they say that um there's this thing called plateau of latency or plateau of latent potential so that means that people who are trying to build a new habit um they don't see the results that they've been wanting right so say you're trying to lose fat and you go to the gym uh they go to the gym for like three weeks or even a month and they don't see a change and they get demotivated but what they don't know they is because yeah. they think that their effort and results are is like a linear line right if you graph it um making your x axis the effort and y axis your the results that you get they think it's a it's a what do you call it like a constant slope it's not a linear line but it's yeah. more so of a curved trajectory because initially you are going to go down you're going to you're going to flatten out your progress is going to flatten up and then suddenly it's going to skyrocket right in physics also same we yeah. have this thing called specific latent heat of fusion um where you need to convert or if you need to convert ice to water you have to keep constantly supplying it energy so say i mean i'm just going to talk about this in terms of random numbers um so you want to increase or like melt ice to form water right you could you can start heating it from 90 90 and then all the way up till 99 it doesn't melt but at 100 it melts right mm. so that's it's that's because the 90 to 99 has gone into weakening the intermolecular force of attraction and then it finally breaks at 100 that doesn't mean whatever was done from 90 to 99 is a waste of effort or waste of thermal exactly. energy that is yeah. more integral than the jump from 99 to 100 which is why that's what i mean. most people don't realize because that 99 to no, 100 even... was an exponential jump but then from 90 to 99 was probably just flat you did not see any change in the ice so no, even in terms of weight loss like some people like at least even for me like you know when i started like working towards losing weight for me like for the first few weeks nothing happened like there was no change mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it it came down like by a lot like all of a sudden there was a huge change so if i had actually given up when i saw that okay there was nothing happening 
like then i don't think that change would have happened you know like it's just yeah definitely all comes down to comes back down to patience i guess yes okay so i think this episode has gone on for a long time um yes would you like to sum up what karma is or what you believe I, about karma your thoughts on karma yes let's just put it as whatever we do we get the same thing back if you've done something bad i'm sorry you kind of have to expect the bad if you've done something good then yeah you're getting good stuff coming your way um and yeah like yeah that's all i have to say what about you and have patience in life cuz the more the more patience you have the more positive points you're going to account or you're going to get on your karma counter that we spoke about earlier simply because the more patience you have you're going to be able to tie yourself into the process and not into the goal and that is something that's truly going to connect you to the universe and ultimately give you those karma points yes let's get them karma points well that's it for this episode um stay tuned for more content and thank you